Hey, welcome to the Faith NFM podcast. We appreciate your time today, and we encourage you to head on over to faithnfm.com where you can find the notes for this presentation, as well as links to all that's happening around Faith Assembly. Our hope is that this message helps move you forward in your faith journey. Good morning. We're going to talk about living a life of faith. If you're a Christian here today, you have to live by faith. If you're not a Christian, God is asking you to live by faith. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, it's impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to Him must believe that God exists and that He rewards those who sincerely seek Him. So what does it take to please God? Pretty simple, faith. And faith means simply this, I believe God's real. I believe He's alive today and He is working in this world. I believe that God will reward me and take care of me and provide for me if I will honestly seek Him in everything that I do. So we're going to talk this morning about what is faith. So hopefully you got your notes there. First one is this, faith is believing when I don't see it. It's believing when I don't see it. So we have to believe in something, someone, we do not see. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. Now, we tend to be a people who kind of live by the Missouri motto, I'll believe it when I see it. But God is asking you to believe it when you don't see it. Believe that it's possible. Believe that He's real. Well, pastor, that's really asking a lot. Well, not really that much. You do it every day. A few weeks ago, my wife and I were traveling. We were going to a reunion, and we turned on uh, this app called uh, Maps. Now, I like Maps because that lady never hollers at me. And that lady, you turn it on, you punch in a little destination, you can even give it an address. And it gives you directions for everything. And it tells you here is where you are. I don't know how she knows that. And here's what you have to do to get to this point. Now, I can't see her. And I know that as I'm driving, there's other people in their vehicles listening to this same lady. And how does she give me directions and them directions at the same time? I don't get it. And yet, I have learned that in almost every case, if I follow her directions, she gets me to where I want to go. So the question gets to be, do I believe her? Now at first, I didn't. I thought, this gal's crazy. She doesn't know what she's doing. And it took me a little while before I had some confidence to know she's going to get me where I want to go. And she even gives me options. I can take the fastest route, which is what I sign up for, or I can take the scenic route, which is what my wife wants to sign up for. And so I got choices. She even invites me, there's trouble up ahead. 
I don't see her. I don't understand her. But I believe her. And God's asking you to do the same thing. He's asking you to follow His directions. It's called the Bible. He gives them to you. He says, look, here's what you do. Here's how you live. If you will follow these directions, I will get you to where you want to go. He gives us the Holy Spirit who lives within us, who gives us direction, who will help us in the days ahead. It point, he points out dangers to us. He gives us a way to operate. He says to us, you can take this route, you'll get there faster, and it'll be better for you. Or you can take the scenic route, and you know, who knows? And so faith is simply this. I don't understand it, but I still believe it. I don't see it but I still believe it's right and true. And that's how you and I serve God. I don't get to see Him. I can't comprehend Him, but I believe in Him. That's faith. Secondly, faith is giving when I don't understand it. It's me being willing to give when I don't fully understand why. We're going through Hebrews 11, if in case you haven't guessed by now. Verse 4, it was by faith that Abel brought a more acceptable offering to God than Cain did. And Abel's offering gave evidence that he was a righteous man, and God showed his approval of his gifts. And although Abel is long dead, he still speaks to us by his example of faith. Abel gave by faith. Now, it's one of those passages in Scripture that I wish there were some more blanks filled in because what we have is the very first sin, Adam and Eve ate of the fruit that was forbidden by God, and then we suddenly jump ahead to Cain and Abel. Well, Cain and Abel have to be late teens, early 20s, at least. What has been going on in the meantime? How did Abel know what to bring? How did he know this is the offering that's needed? Somehow in there, God had specified, this is what I want you to do. This is how I want you to give. And Abel did it. Maybe he didn't understand it fully, but he gave by faith. And you see, you will give either by faith or by fear. Well, if I give, I don't know that I'll get back when I'm giving. If I give to something, I want to know it's going to be put to good use. I want to know that it's right. I, I want to, I, you know, uh, we like squeezing that do those dollars when it comes to giving, don't we? You give by selfishness or sacrifice. You give by reason or revelation. You see, reason looks at, here's what I can afford to give. <laughs> An atheist can give like that. Revelation says, God, what do you want me to trust you for? And we tend to think, God, if you'll give this to me, then I'll give this to you. And God never works like that. It's always the other way around. God says, if you will give to me, I will give to you. And God says, I want you to bring a tithe. I want you to give it. But God, I don't understand it. Why? Why should I give that? Because I said so. And faith says, I will give when I don't understand. Yeah. 
anybody can give if it's guaranteed. Faith gives not knowing. Now, this doesn't apply to just money. Some of you here today have come to the place where you've got no more to give. And you don't think you can give any more in a relationship at work to a family member. And yet God's asking you, keep giving. Some of you are here and you're afraid to give anymore. I've given and given and all I've gotten is negative in return. I can't keep on giving. I can't keep going. I've given so much. And it seems like nobody gives anything back. Some of you don't want to give anymore. I've had it. I'm fed up. I'm done. I've given and look where it's gotten me. I've given and it just seems like nobody cares, nobody notices, nobody understands. It seems like sometimes, if we're honest, that we're the only one trying to give, doesn't it? You can just nod at me, I know. And God says, look, I want you to keep giving. I want you to give even though you don't understand what it's about. Because you see, why, why do we do that? Why is faith involved in that? Because God is a giver. And if you want to be like God, you have to give. He gave His Son. He didn't get anything in return. He gave His Son to us when we didn't care. Jesus gave His life when we didn't ask Him to. And that they keep, he keeps giving. He keeps giving forgiveness. Aren't you glad for that? He keeps giving mercy new every day. Aren't you glad for that one? You and I have to understand that faith says, I will give even when I don't understand it. I will believe even when I can't see it. And thirdly, Faith says, I'll obey when I don't comprehend it. It's obeying when I don't comprehend it. Have you ever told anybody to do something and they've looked at you and go, why? If you've raised kids, you have, haven't you? They're very good at that, aren't they? Hebrews 11, verse 7. It was by faith that Noah built a large boat. It's big. To save his family from the flood. Now notice, he obeyed God who warned him about the things that had never happened before. He didn't have a clue. By his faith, Noah condemned the rest of the world and he received the righteousness that comes by faith. It was by faith that Abraham obeyed when God called him to leave home and go to another land that God would give him as an inheritance. He went without knowing where he was going. He couldn't talk to Siri. He didn't know. He just went. What do Noah and Abraham have in common? They obeyed God. I don't know that I'd do that. Faith always involves a risk. Now, let me just tell you a little secret about this walk with God. 
many, many times God will ask you to do something that doesn't make sense to you. He will ask you to do things that you do not understand. Let me go a step farther. He will ask you to do things you don't like. (laughs) And you have to decide, am I going to trust God or am I going to trust my gut? There are over a thousand commands in Scripture for our benefit that God says, here's what I want you to do. I want you to obey me. I want you to do what I'm asking you to do. I, can we agree today that God always has our best interest at heart? And when He asks us to do something, He asks us to do it without obeying. Parents, it's one of those things you have to teach your kids. You have to teach your kids how to obey without understanding. Because as a parent, hopefully, you've had much more experience than your kids have. And if you try to explain it all to them, they're never going to understand it anyway. And so you have to teach them to obey you without understanding. One of my ways of doing that was telling my kids, get in the car. Why? Doesn't matter. I said, get in the car. Where are we going? You don't need to know. Get in the car. Simple order, right? Get in the car. How difficult is that? Not very hard, right? And yet, I said, you know how it goes, right? Yeah. And I I really tried to make sure that every time I did that, I took them to someplace good. Because sometimes God will tell you, get in the car. Why? Where are we going? How long is it going to be? I'm busy with what I'm doing. I'm liking this now. You're taking me away from that? I'd rather stay home and do this. Get in the car. Uh, Well, I don't like to. It's hot out there. Get in the car. It might rain. Get in the car. And how many times has God over and over again tried to tell us, look, I have your best interest at heart. I care about you. And I love you. And if you love me, you'll obey me, and you don't have to understand it to do it. We always want to understand. And many times what God asks you to do doesn't make sense, isn't always comfortable. But if you will do it, God will bless you. But if you ignore God's commands according to Scripture, you're a fool. And faith says, God, I don't understand why I have to forgive this person. God, I don't understand why I've got to give. God, I don't understand why it's so important for you, for me to get along with people, get along with everybody and love everybody. God, I don't understand it. And God says, get in the car. right? So faith says, I will obey even though I don't understand why and I don't get it. I'll still do it. Faith then is also persisting when I don't feel like it. 
(laughs) You and I tend to be a people who live by our emotions, our feelings. Now, feelings are very real. But if you live by your feelings, all you're going to do is make a mess of your life. If you only do what you feel like doing, you're going to create a lot of problems for a lot of people. Hebrews 11:24. It was by faith that Moses, when he grew up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He chose to share... Uh, <laughs> the oppression of God's people instead of enjoying the fleeting pleasures of sin. Boy, that's a switch, isn't it? I got either the oppression, suffering, slavery, or I get pleasures, everything of Egypt. Uh, I don't know. Which one do you think? He thought it's better to suffer for the sake of Christ than to own the treasures of Egypt, for he was looking ahead to his great reward. It was by faith that Moses left the land of Egypt, not fearing the king's anger. He kept right on going because he kept his eyes on the one who is invisible. You see, if we're manipulated by our moods, We will only do what we feel like doing. And there are going to be days and times in your life when you're not going to feel like obeying God. You're not going to feel like getting up and going to church. There's days that you don't feel like going to work. There's days in your relationship and in your marriage that you don't feel like being a good spouse. You want somebody to pay. Smile at me, you know. And we allow our moods to control us. But faith says, you know what? I will keep going and I will keep doing what's right no matter how I feel, no matter how people treat me, no matter what others say about me, no matter what I like or don't like, I will keep being faithful. Because you don't only do what you feel like doing. Because many times we don't feel like doing the right thing, do we? We just don't. And therefore, your feelings cannot control your life. If you're a Christian, the engine of your life is not your feelings, it's your faith. And I will keep doing what is right even though I don't feel like it. Even though I don't want to even though I don't understand it, even though I don't get it, even though I think, what's the use? I'm doing this and nobody else is doing it because it just doesn't feel right. But it is. And faith says, I will obey. I will do what is right. And I will keep going and persisting even when I'm struggling even when I'm suffering, even when others aren't treating me right, even though things don't seem to be working out the way I want them to, I will keep walking a walk of faith. And I will not give up. Because your feelings and your moods are going to change. If you look at what's going on in the world today, you're going to be full of distress, aren't you? 
Oh man, this is horrible. Or you're going to look at what's going on, or you're going to feel like inside you're going to be depressed because of everything. You're going to be discouraged. All of those elements will come in there. But you see, if you keep doing what God tells you to do, we're a guarantee that we will have the peace of God that passes understanding. I don't get to understand it? No, I don't. But you keep doing what is the right thing to do. And let me just tell you something. Doing the right thing is hard. There are times when it's extremely difficult, but it's still right. And if you only do what's easy, you've got a lot of issues you're going to have to work through. All right, let me go on. Faith is thanking even when I don't have it. I thank God for what I have even though I don't have it. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 20. It was by faith that Isaac promised blessings for the future to his sons, Jacob and Esau. He didn't have anything. He promised blessings. Here, this is what the future holds for you. You don't have it yet, but I promise it. It was by faith that Jacob, when he was old and dying, blessed each of his Joseph sons and bowed in worship as he leaned on his staff. It was by faith that Joseph, when he was about to die, said confidently, that the people of Israel would leave Egypt. He even commanded them to take his bones with them when they left. By the way, he did that about 400 years before it happened. He thanked God even though he didn't have it. Verse 30, it was by faith the people of Israel marched around Jericho for seven days and the walls came crashing down. What were they doing as they were marching? They were praising and thanking God, weren't they? Faith is not believing that God can do something. God can do it whether you believe it or not. Faith is not just believing that God will do something. That's called hope. Faith is believing God's doing something right now. We just sung it this morning. Even though I don't see it, He's working. Even though I don't have it, He's working. He's working. And you and I have to believe it before we receive it. Let me use another. I'm hesitant to use this. Let's say I were to give you a check for $100. Now, first of all, let me ask you, how many of you don't use checks? I'd like to know this. You don't use checks. Oh, okay. Far less than I thought. So I give you a check for $100. Now, would you thank me at the time I gave it to you? Or would you wait till you went and cashed it? to make sure it was good. You see, what we do is we tend to thank God after we've cashed it. That's gratitude. That's proper. But faith says, I believe that this check is good. And I believe God is at work. And God has given every one of us a check in His Word.
He says, I am going to be at work. And you and I say to God, thank you for doing what you're doing in my life. And we thank Him now. There's maybe a few of you in the room that you're one of your darkest moments in your life. And you don't see how anything can work out and you've kind of gotten a little hopeless. Now would be a good time for you to start thanking God for what He's going to do. Maybe you didn't hear me. Now's a good time to start thanking God for what He's going to do. Now's a good time for you and I to believe that God is at work. You see, you can spend your time praying, trying to break God down, trying, God, you got to do this, and God, you got to do this, and God, you got to do this. And it's proper and right to, when you pray, to tell God, God, I'd like for you to do this, and I'd like for you to do this. But that should not be the most time that you spend in your prayer. A lot of time you spend, God, I thank you that you are even right now working in these circumstances. And that God, even though I don't see it and I don't feel it, you're working. And I'm thankful to you for the work that you're doing and going to do. Because I believe you're at work. That's faith. And you keep thanking and you keep praising until God does what He needs to do. Last one. Faith is trusting if I don't get it. Trusting if I don't get it. Hebrews 11, verse 39. All of these people earned a good reputation because of their faith. Now, here's the kicker. Yet none of them received all that God had promised. Notice the word all. They hadn't received everything. For God had something better in mind for us so that they would not reach perfection without us. God is working everything together for His good, whether I see it or not. And when that time comes for my life to come to an end, and it ceases to exist on this earth, I want to still be believing God is going to accomplish what He promised. When it comes to the end, it's still, God, you haven't done everything yet, but I know you're not done. And I might not see it all, but I believe it all. And I will die with that. Because you are faithful. And even though I don't get it, and even though I don't see it, I will take my last breath trusting you to do everything that you promised. So let me ask you, are you living a life of faith? As you go down that list, does that describe as a Christian the life that you're living? Because we've read it, let me just repeat it to you, it is impossible to please God without it. Impossible. And God says today, look, I want you to trust me. 
I want you to put your faith in me. I won't fail you. I care for you. I love you. Maybe you're listening this morning and you're not a Christian. God's inviting you and saying, look, I know you don't understand everything and I know you don't have everything together and I know not all of it makes sense, but will you just put your faith in me and trust me for it? Will you just take that step and receive me into your life and begin to walk with me? For the Christian today, there's times when we allow our faith to be shaken because folks, it's not about, well, I got two or three of these down. You need them all. So would you take a moment before we close this morning, and would you just ask God, God, I'm having a struggle in this area, and I want to be a person who lives by faith because I want to please you, and I want to live this kind of life. So right where you're at today, would you just take a moment, God, here I am. Here's my issue. Here's what I'm struggling with. Would you help me? Just in your own way. Could we do that? how you do it but you just heard every prayer from every person every person that you love people that you care about you died for and you're listening and you want to help us so Lord would you help us to live a life of faith that puts our trust in you that we obey even though we don't understand that we believe even when we don't see it that we give even when we feel like we've given so much we trust you through it all help us to live a life that pleases God which is a life of faith Hey, thanks for listening today. If you have any questions or would like to speak to someone concerning this message, we invite you to fill out our online communication card at faithnfm.com. And if you're able, we'd love to have you with us in person on Sundays at 9 a.m. or 1045 a.m. or on the best night of the week for Wednesday prayer at 7 p.m. We're at 7101 Bayshore Road in North Fort Myers, just two miles west of I-75 at exit 143. Thanks again for listening.